There are two more of these monkeys, the American said, not altogether surprisingly. One covering his ears, the other covering his mouth. You don't say. I want you to steal them. I tilted my head to one side. Supposing I could obtain them for you, I'm not sure it would be worth my while. The American leaned towards me and cocked an eyebrow. How much to make it worth your while? I thought about a figure, then doubled it. Ten thousand euros. You want it tonight? I laughed. But this is worthless, I said, tossing the figurine back to the American, who scrambled to catch it before it struck the table. Not to me, kid, he told me, carefully dusting the monkey down and then placing it back inside the pouch of his windbreaker. What do you say? I'll think about it. Another beer? I stood and picked up our glasses without waiting for his answer, and crossed to the bar, where a not unattractive blonde was filling some finger dishes with cashew nuts. She was tall and lean and tanned in that year-round Scandinavian way that never fails to make me feel impossibly English. You could tell she was used to fools like me hitting on her, and when her eyes met my own, it was with a look that was like a ready apology. Twee pils astublift, I managed, meanwhile holding up two fingers, just in case the fact I was stood before a beer tap at a bar with two empty beer glasses left her in any doubt as to what I was aiming to buy. Of course, she said, in clipped English. She pushed her hair behind her ear, then took one of the glasses and began to fill it. And meanwhile, I tried to think about something other than the freckles on her neck, and ended up considering how the American had found out about me instead. It was intriguing, all right, because I was always careful to keep my thieving a secret, and that was one of the reasons I travelled around so much. The only person I talked about that side of my character with at all was back in London, and here in Amsterdam I'd carried out just three jobs in the past four months, none of them the type of thefts to draw much attention. True, one of the jobs had been a commission, but the man who'd hired me was a Belgian who passed his instructions through a Parisian fence I happened to trust— and it seemed unlikely the Belgian would have told the American about me, given we'd never actually met. So how had the American known to contact me? And why on earth did he want me to steal two worthless figurines? Your bies, the blonde said, scraping the froth from the top of the half-pint glasses with a plastic spatula and placing them in front of me. That man, I said, indicating the American with a nod of my head, has he been in here before? Yes, he is an American. Does he come here a lot? She pouted. Many times, I think. You know his name? No, she said, shaking her head. But he is polite, always tipping. Of course he was. I laid a few extra notes on the table and collected our beers. The American was in his late fifties, I guessed, though it was hard to gather much else about him. He had a thick head of grey hair cut in a jagged, youthful style, and he looked relatively fit for his age. The windbreaker suited him, making him appear sporty, like the type of guy who enjoyed sailing in his spare time, and I had it in mind to pay attention to his hands and look for signs of rope chaffing, when he pulled me out of my thoughts by saying, You want to know my name, all you gotta do is ask. It's Michael. Michael... You don't have to say it so slow. I was waiting for your surname. Now that could be a long wait. The monkeys, he went on, are in two locations. It's important to me that you take them both. It's also important that you take them on the same night. Two separate locations? Uh Uh-huh. In Amsterdam? That's right. 
two places fifteen minutes apart by foot. And these places are private dwellings? Private dwellings, he echoed. Geez. One's an apartment and the other's a houseboat, all right? You don't have to worry about alarms and you don't have to worry about being disturbed because the night you do this, both places will be empty. How come? Because the men that live in these two dwellings will be having dinner. Here. With me. I gave this some thought. I wasn't crazy about what I was hearing. Sounds complicated, I said. Why don't you take the monkeys yourself? I can't imagine they'll be missed. For one, he said, hitching an eyebrow, the guy in the houseboat has a safe, and he's kind of guarded about the combination. The other guy, he has an apartment in the Jordan. It's on the top floor of a five-story building, and he happens to have three door locks I know of. But no alarms. None. You're sure? Listen, you can't have a...